0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Babylon 5 versus Deep Space Nine. Just so everyone knows, you can follow us on Twitter at B5VSDS9. Uh, For show notes, you can subscribe to our substack at B5VSDS9.substack.com. We're available on all major and most minor podcatchers. Please like and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. If you have a question about either Babylon 5, DS9, this show, or anything else you'd like us to tackle, then leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast or another podcatcher. Take a screenshot of your five-star review and email the screenshot and your question to us at noticeapatternb5vsds9 at gmail.com, and we will answer your question on the show. We plan to start a Patreon with bonus content in the near future. If you have any ideas of material or stuff you'd like us to cover for bonus episodes, please email us at, again, b5vsds9 at gmail.com. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Babylon Five versus Deep Space Nine. This is uh, Bob from Cascadia. I got Matt from the Southland on the line. How are you doing today, Matt?
1: Pretty high. Yesterday we had a first contact day, so we've got a lot to talk about there. With uh, revealing some of these trailers and kind of getting some discussion going about what we've seen so far and what we will be seeing in the uh, upcoming seasons for the Card, Discovery, and Lower Decks, which are all coming back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Paramount blessed uh, First Contact Day by giving uh, all of us little Trek piggies uh, three new teaser trailers. So uh, a, a happy uh, happy First Contact Day to all of us. Um, so on this, the day after First Contact Day where we record our reactions, uh, what
1: would you think of the uh, Picard trailer, Matt? Or the Picard teaser, I guess would be more accurate. Uh, all I can say is uh, I'm really excited about that uh, Q will be back. Uh, it, it really alluded to that Q will be the I guess the main antagonist in this upcoming season. I will say that it started off kind of, eh, because it, it had that whole okay, Picard's an old guy, time, blah 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 blah, time time this. And I felt like that was the same sort of trailer we saw in the uh, initial season one with Picard of that. Okay, I felt I feel like Picard's going to die at the end of this. This is the end of was going. But now that he's uh, an basically an android, uh, we I, I'm not as worried anymore. I feel like they've taken a lot of the uh, the the fear of him uh, passing away or going earlier than we intended. I, I, I don't know if that was the best idea or I don't know. How, how do you feel about that?
0: Yeah. So this will come in in my response to the Discovery teaser too, but I, I'm a, I think I'm a bit crankier about this than you are. Like one of the things that really irritates me about both the Picard and the Discovery trailer is I, you feel like either teaser could have also been a teaser for any other season of the show. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, you know, we see these long views of like the Chateau Picard, you know, which is a, a location we spent a lot of time in maybe the first two episodes of Picard. I don't know that. I mean, granted, it's a sort of cheap and evocative way to, to start, but it just, I I didn't love that as a choice. I really, really did not like how they are reintroducing Q. I got really heavy vibes that they're just trying to cash in on the you know, they're trying to cash in on the Joker mania that's uh, ravaging the nation, um, you know, with with uh, John DeLance laughing and with using a playing card to symbolize uh, Q. I, I just thought that was like real heavy Joker energy. And that's I, that just seems like wrong to me. It seems like a cheap attempt to cash in on a, on a trend. And I, I don't think they should go in that direction.
1: Yeah, I mean, the card was supposed to be a throwback to when they didn't card for playing poker in the first season and Data lays down his hand, and it's five queens. I mean, even back then, people, I think, were saying, okay, Q may be showing up. That may be a hint or an Easter egg of some sort. But I, I don't know. I guess it was. It may have been, like, trying to make a connection there. Um, yeah, and that's that's a,
0: that's a good point, point. and it's not something I had remembered until you brought it up that there was a lot of game symbolism with Data early on in Picard Season 1. So in that sense, you, you do have to give them credit for kind of – having like a consistent visual motif that they're coming back to So
1: I I can respect that. One, one thing that has me slightly excited about it though, is that uh, about the card in general is that we are reintroduced and I, I just now caught this. There's a Bajoran artifact on one of the tables and it's from the episode, the reckoning, which was an episode where uh, they uh, were Cisco smashes this tablet and unleashes this huge wraith on DS9. Uh, it was season six episode, I believe. Oh, what well, you mean? You mean one of the Pa wraiths? Pa wraith, yes, the Pa wraith. Oh, and, interesting. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So we're looking at that, that artifact is actually in this. So I don't know if we're going to see some DS9. I mean, people are thinking that you know Cisco hasn't, uh, Avery Brooks hasn't completely retired from acting. Could see an appearance last last year. We saw Voyager uh, characters all throughout now we're seeing maybe we'll get some ds9 in there
0: yeah yeah no that's that's interesting i mean and you could you could potentially do some interesting things with like overlapping Q with like the bajoran uh Bajoran religion, you know, with the prophets and with the pot wraiths, and even though you know Q does appear in the One DS Nine episode, we've already discussed that there's no overlapping done there. So yeah, th- there's a lot of potential, and you know, you could have a uh, wormhole Jesus uh, Cisco potentially return, and that's that. That is encouraging, and I mean, this may be a stretch, but it might you might it might even make sense to have a, uh, an appearance from Vash, who we talked about in um, that Q episode of DS Nine. Given that, you know given the role of Q and the role of archaeology and old artifacts, it would see you know they may not go there, but having Dash come in would make a fair amount of sense in that setup.
1: Yeah, that's like that's, they got to set up there with it. I mean, with the art, of Jordan artifact itself just sitting right there on a table. Um, apparently, in the episode two, they were only able to translate two words or two of the symbols, which mm. the words were well, "welcome emissary," and the rest is un, is uh, untranslated. So that may go into Um, just that could be a big piece of the season okay okay
0: yeah two other things i was going to highlight that the camera sort of lingers on as it's going over picard's desk at the chateau picard is um, a lot of maybe not a lot of time but several seconds is spent on the model of the stargazer picard's first command which you know could just be an easter egg for the fans or it could suggest that the season is maybe going to um, deal with something from Picard's uh, time in command of the Stargazer so that, that that's something to look out for or look forward to or look out for and that's potentially interesting and then the uh, so that was a positive note and then the other note I just wanted to ding the teaser for was of course we have to see John Milton's Paradise Lost. Um, on the- <laughs> Because you know what what would uh, what would a pretentious uh, science fiction trailer be without a, a meaningless and obvious reference to a, a, a work of literature? And especially given Picard's uh, voiceover for the teaser, you know, talking about time as the new final frontier and talking a lot about regret, which I have to say, I actually did sort of like the voiceover. I thought, even though it's very repetitious of the themes uh, from Picard season one, it it still was like an interesting framing. it you know, it potentially, kind of had the Picard season two looking forward to like time travel or you know just the ravages of time as like a sort of new frontier for Star Trek storytelling which is sort of interesting although that could go in horrible ways as we've seen from like the temporal cold war in in Enterprise so we shouldn't be too complacent about that but in, in general, though, I like the monologue about time, even though it was a little repetitious with season one. But just given that Picard is uh, soliloquizing about regret and missed opportunities to then have... Um to then have a copy of a book uh, called Paradise Lost. And, you know, the whole point of the reference doesn't seem to be anything about like Milton's view of God or the devil or of a war in heaven, anything like that. It just seems to, you know, to kind of really in a sort of cringy way, like underline uh, this theme of regret and Picard's monologue, you know, i.e. Paradise Lost. That, that I, I just thought that was really cheesy and really bad. I wish they hadn't
1: done that. Did you catch the other book that they uh they panned over? No, I didn't. What was the other book? It's called The Long Dark Tunnel. It's by Tracy Torme, which is a. Uh, it's not a real book, actually. It's uh, apparently, it's part of the Dixon Hill series of novels. Oh, that they fun, fun! With.
0: It was that one that was actually referenced in the one of the Dixon Hill episodes, or is it something they they
1: came up with new? I wonder. I think it's probably something new they came up with. I'm just looking at. I was uh I I'm not taking credit for finding this. It was someone on Twitter that mentioned it and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's pretty cool." But, yeah, that is that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. No, okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. That that gives me some right, faith. Yeah, going back to what you're saying too, I'm I'm hoping that we don't see uh a CGI Picard like uh, a younger version of him but CGI like they tried that like they did with uh they did the Mandalorian because I don't think yes, oh, Paramount has did, God, I don't I know, think Paramount has the same kind of money Disney does. Well,
0: especially especially judging by how little they spent on this teaser, not that I'm (laughs) like you you know spending spending a lot on a teaser isn't necessarily the way to go. Right. So
1: hopefully, we won't see CGI Picard, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, if they if they want to like recast a. a younger, an actor to play younger Picard for you know if they want to do flashback scenes or dream scenes or something like that. Like, I can give in sympathy with that, but CGI alteration, just I mean, there should be a law. Like, I'm I'm one of the few people who thought the end to the Mandalorian season two was just disgraceful and like, oh, I I'm I, I'm appalled that so many people thought that was like good
1: television <laughs> storytelling. All right, I'm I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I thought it was awesome, so.
0: <laughs> it was so bad the cgi wasn't that good and it was it totally it totally upended the entire point of the mandalorian which is it's you know a story about like the fringes of the galaxy it's not supposed to you know become just another iteration of the goddamn skywalker saga which
1: i'm so sick of (laughs) i could scream it was awesome it was really cool Ugh, no, it wasn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with All that right. said, well, now that
1: we've moved into Star Wars, well, we'll move on to uh, talk about the Discovery trailer, and uh, I, I want you to just kind give us a quick uh, a rundown of what you noticed in the trailer because uh, see if it compares to what I got.
0: Well, it, it certainly is a certainly is a trailer for a season of Star Trek Discovery that seems like it will be very indistinguishable from every other trailer of Star Trek Discovery. Um, there's new uniforms. There's a big spatial anomaly, uh, anomaly excuse me. This uh, spatial anomaly is apparently five light years across. My God. Um, you know, there's a scene where the gravity goes out. There's a scene where you have a slow motion chase across a planet's surface while people are firing uh, phasers or other laser weapons. There's a lot of talk about feelings. There's a lot of shots of Michael Burnham having feelings. You know, there's a little bit of talk about family. Uh, There's uh, Michael Burnham in a spacesuit, which every season of Discovery has to put Michael Burnham in a spacesuit. That's very important. Um, So yeah, I honestly it could have been the trailer. I felt like for any um, any season of Discovery, and I I don't like sounding so negative about Discovery and Picard, like. I think that, you know, I think they're good enough shows in their way, uh, and I think a lot of the people who get hysterically down on them forget that, you know, historically about half of any Star Trek show sucks, you know, about half of Next Gen and about half of Voyager suck, well more than half of Enterprise sucks. So, you know, I, I, I try to have a reasonable standard on these things, but I I don't know, I, I wasn't really feeling feeling the Discovery season four trailer. Uh, To say a few positive things, the the new uniforms look fine, I don't need new uniforms and don't really care, but the new uniforms look fine, and um, it does look like they're going to do a plot about bringing uh, the reunified Vulcans and Romulans, aka Navarre, back into the Federation, and you know, I uh, I like hearing about Vulcans and Romulans and Navarre, so I'm excited to see them come back into the Federation um
1: honestly i don't know if i have that much else to say about it but yeah certainly certainly is a season of star trek discovery yeah i'm starting to think michael bay directs a lot of uh discovery honestly like it, it's it's just uh, so many explosions and a lot of pew pew i mean I, I i i enjoy the show i watch it i mean i'll watch it religiously as the, as the new episodes drop but i'll do that with like any trek at this point oh, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't
0: the only the I only will, way they'll get me to not watch a Star Trek show is if it's a Starfleet Academy show. I have no interest in a Starfleet Academy show, but in, anything else, I can get I can
1: get down with. Well, you get ready for when they recast that? When they cast that young Picard, Bobby? <laughs> I, I will. I will. I will happily watch scenes with a young Picard
0: in Star Trek Picard. I will not happily watch a a, a new show about Picard at Starfleet Academy. I read those books when I was a kid. They sucked.
1: I guess they, they weren't uh, actually about
0: Picard. They were about Worf at, the, at Starfleet Academy, but still, they weren't good.
1: I wasn't too excited about the Discovery trailer, but at the same time, it didn't really give me much to play on. Just just a lot of action and a lot of the same types of scenes we've seen before. And I'm glad you pointed out the space suit. I thought it was a suit. I thought it was like an armor suit. It gave me like the uh, the Babylon 5 armor suit vibes. Oh, may, I mean, maybe it was. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe,
0: maybe I misapprehended it. Um, there, there, there also seemed to be a scene where, like, Tilly and Burnham and were carrying swords, which I thought was a little, like, <laughs> okay. Trying a little too hard for the Dune or the Star Wars energy. Um, on the bright side, uh, the uh, the gloriously large cat from season three is back and gets a, gets a nice shot. I, I'm really happy to see her back. She's a queen, and she deserves as much screen time as they can give her.
1: You're going to find
0: out that's Q or
1: something eventually.
0: it it was kind of interesting too i mean not that you necessarily expect it because he's not a he's not a major character necessarily but there was no sign of uh, admiral vance the cnc of starfleet from season three and it seems like we we see a slightly older alien woman who uh, you get vibes that she might be like the federation president or something like that she seems to be the one like in authority over captain burnham and
1: giving captain burnham her marching orders
0: so that, that that's sort of
1: an interesting pivot yeah i i, I wasn't sure who that was and then at the very end of course you have uh it looks like burnham's hand and someone else's hand like coming together to be like holding hands i, I don't know what that's supposed to mean yeah
0: because it, it, it seemed like an older white woman where in a in a in a red starfleet uniforms hands right right so i i don't I mean, okay. so like, my, my speculation is maybe we're looking at like a time displaced Janeway. I I don't know. I mean, maybe that's ridiculous, but it it maybe. would in some ways it would s- seem to fit inclination of Discovery to bring in uh you know characters from other series. And I I, I can't offhand think of another older another older female character who would mean that much so much that they would like hide and you know just show the hands
1: not show the face i don't know maybe maybe that's just wild speculation and you figured also too there'd be some sort of voiceover too with q like the way they would cue. uh you know where they had uh john de he went over like he voiced over the card or he had a voiceover while they showed in the card you would think they would have janeway saying something at that point i don't, I don't think they necessarily want you
0: to know it's Janeway in the same way they I I I think if they were interested
1: in you knowing it was Janeway you'd know yeah you think well you're probably you're you're right there because I think that more people are likely just to watch Discovery based on just being interested in what's going on whereas like with Picard you kind of have to be drawn in at this point what's what am I going to see yeah like I know I'm going to see Q again so yeah
0: I'm more interested in
1: watching it Weirdly, I'd have
0: to say, even though I think I'm more down on the Discovery trailer, as as far as shows go, I'm I think I I think Discovery is a better show than Picard so far. We do know that Kate Mulgrew is coming back in the in the upcoming animated show Prodigy, so it's you know we 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 know Janeway's coming back in some capacity, and I think there's been some talk of a of a Janeway project through, for Paramount Plus, although I, I, I think that I don't think that anything's been confirmed on that. I'll probably get a CGI Janeway. We'll be good. Well, it, it you know it could just be some. It could totally be someone else. I could totally look like <laughs> an ass in you know six months. So we'll see.
1: Janeway, what Janeway looks like on Prodigy? Oh, on Prodigy.
0: Okay, okay, cool. Yes, cool.
1: yeah, she's got like a. It's a very. I don't know. I don't know the image. It's got that CGI-ish look to it. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of a cartoon that animated series it has that same design style hmm. kind of pixar Pixar-ish, maybe i guess is the word oh, use.
0: interesting interesting yeah.
1: so it's it, so, I, haven't,
0: I haven't looked at much from prodigy so you would say
1: it's a pretty different animated style than lower decks oh yeah yeah for okay. sure. interesting interesting it doesn't help me to see that it has the word nickelodeon above it i just
0: oh, <laughs> I traumatic it flashbacks Nick,
1: map it says nickelodeon and then star trek and prodigy in these huge like colorful letters i'm like oh <laughs> you can watch it between. All I can think of is like Blues Clues and uh, Rugrats. Like, a <laughs> show! You know, Nickelodeon. I'm just, I'm just glad it apparently uh, isn't.
0: Uh, apparently, it is going to air on Paramount Plus first before it goes to some Nickelodeon streaming thing. I was going to be really resentful if I had to subscription <laughs> to some Nickelodeon thing to watch this because I'm a, I'm a disgusting completionist.
1: <laughs> i don't i don't even know if nickelodeon has a streaming service but if it does i'm pretty sure that we don't fit their demographic
0: yeah yeah no i don't don't really i don't really want to get involved in that all right so speaking of animation do you want to pivot to our final teaser for lower decks
1: yeah uh lower decks which in my opinion was just more lower decks it just it's great humorous series it's real funny place of the comedy uh I I didn't see anything in it that I was like, oh, that's amazing or whatever. I just, it just looks like more fun, honest to God. I haven't, I don't really watch lower decks for like Star Trek. I don't know. I don't don't watch it. it Yeah, I don't take it seriously. So when I'm watching the trailer and I'm like, oh, look, there's that alien from the original series. I'm like, uh, OK, cool. Whatever. I mean, it's it's the Mugato, Matt. The Mugato. Yeah. The, yeah. The Mugato. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, whatever. It, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be funny. It's a good laugh. I just don't take it seriously. Like, it's not yeah, It's going to so- be like Prodigy. I'm not, I'm not going back and like checking to make sure Prodigy is following chronology of Star Trek or anything or messing anything up
0: well i mean in in contrast to you i i I really love lower decks i think it's easily the best of the three new shows um and given that prodigy is i think primarily aimed at children i suspect uh, I, i i suspect i will like lower decks more than prodigy as well but i i really appreciated that this this trailer actually felt like it was a trailer for a a different season of Lower Decks a little bit. Like, you know, it reflects the change in status quo we had at the end of Lower Decks season one, where Boimler goes and joins the crew on the Titan under Captain Riker. And so, like, it's not, even though you're you're saying it looks like more of the same, and to some extent it does look like more of the same, but in a different way, it, it does actually, like, reflect the progress of the show, Whereas you know my complaint about the the Discovery trailer was it could have been any season of Discovery, and uh, you know also I think both of our complaint about the Picard trailer was it you know had a lot of the same energy um, from ground they already covered in season one of Picard, so I, I really appreciated that the lower deck season did actually feel like you know the show is advancing and changing even though you know i'm sure after two or three episodes they'll get tired of the boimler on the titan uh plot and they'll move him back uh to be with mariner and the rest of the gang
1: yeah uh i just pulled up something about the uh going back to star trek prodigy just to give you an idea of what the uh, another animated series looks like i'm just going to read this and you, you tell me if this is something that sounds great to you It's Captain Catherine Janeway is coming back, only this time as a cartoon hologram. After all, the hapless young aliens at the center of the upcoming Star Trek Prodigy animated series need a tutor. And Janeway, voiced once again by original Star Trek Voyager actor Kate Mulgrew, definitely knows a thing or two about how to run a ship.
0: I mean, that's not a inspiring pitch but I mean it's also it's for a children's show it is sort of interesting there is this move to turn Picard and Janeway into these sort of like copies right like you know you you turn Picard into an android you turn Janeway into a hologram and it's it's kind of interesting on two dimensions because on the first dimension obviously like it mirrors the most remarkable character under them right so Picard becomes like Data Data was probably the most remarkable character on next gen besides Picard. And then in this case, Janeway becomes like the EMH, the emergency metal ho- medical hologram who was yeah. you know, the most remarkable character on Voyager. And I don't know, it it, it it just seems to be like a kind of interesting commentary on like the role of these characters in as intellectual property, like, you know, they were on shows that ended decades ago, but they still have a fan base. They still have energy. And so by, you know, turning Picard into an Android or Janeway into a hologram, you, you get like the sense that like, okay, the, the character can continue. The legacy can continue even after, even after the actual actor, maybe, you know, too old to do the work or, you know, may pass away, God forbid.
1: So I don't know. That's, that's kind of, that's, that's weird. It's interesting, but it's weird. I mean, do you think Cisco's going to come back as like a trill or something? <laughs> but I mean, in some—I mean, in some ways, though, they—they they already did that with Cisco by you know
0: having him like ascend to the wormhole or ascend to the celestial temple at the end of um, at the end of uh, what you leave behind. In, in some ways, like granted, yeah, like the the more perfect way would be to have Cisco become a trill or become a changeling. But in a way, they've already kind of solved the problem for him of becoming this. um, becoming this you know being who transcends death and i mean you saw a lot of that with kirk too especially like the anxiety about kirk aging in the later movies like star trek five and six and the generations so i i don't know it's, it, 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 it that's weird that's weird <laughs> the
1: the emergency command hologram I'll, I'll tell you what i will probably watch one episode of it just to give you a oh I'll, a, a I'll, prod, prodigy I'll watch the whole thing unless it's unbearable
0: for some reason, but I don't, I don't don't have any reason to believe it'll be unbearable.
1: Yeah. That that could be a good, that could be a good bonus episode, Bob. We need to watch when, when Prodigy releases, we'll watch the first episode and give our take on that. We'll do that. We'll do that. Um,
0: so three minor things I wanted to flag from the Lower Decks trailer. We, we saw the Mugato from the original series that Matt already mentioned. Um, we see Mariner suited up uh, like Riker and um, Riker's father in that early uh, Next Generation episode, The Icarus Factor, uh, suited up to you know do this sort of American gladiator style combat. Oh, the third thing is we see the first officer Um, from the main ship in Lower Decks, the Cerritos. We see him. It it seems like they're kind of doing a thing where he gets Q powers. He's like levitating in the air and shooting off rainbow energy. It kind of gave me vibes of when Q gives Riker Q powers. And I think that's a first season Next Generation episode, I think. So kind of interesting little call outs. But yeah, excited for Lower Decks season two. We also... We also know the day Lower Deck season two premieres, right? That said August 12th where of this year. Whereas we just know Discovery is coming back sometime this year. And we know Picard is coming sometime presumably
1: early next year. Yeah. Yeah. I just said 2021 and then tw- early 2022. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then we also realized, found out that uh, Lower Decks is getting a season three already. They've already.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of not surprised. You kind of figured, with unlike the other shows, Lower Decks probably didn't have to do as much of a shutdown because of the pandemic.
1: You got your phone on you. Shot you a picture of the uh, Janeway CGI, whatever. All right, with well, a real time reaction. It's such great radio.
0: <laughs> huh. Um, I mean. not my my favorite style of animation i'll I'll say that um i i do appreciate the the improbably large mug of coffee though that 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 seems good i I like that that's a good
1: choice (laughs) now now that i've looked at it okay it's not pixar it's more like shrek it it has the same animation style as you see in the human characters on shrek
0: yeah yeah
1: that's what it is yeah
0: okay okay well like I said, it could be fun. I'm gonna try and keep an open mind. And you know, like I said, I d I don't want my I don't want my mild boredom about the Picard and the Discovery trailers to be misread. You know, they're fine shows, they're good enough. Yep.
1: They're not as good. They're not as good as the peak of nineties trek, but you know, what is. So if if you're keeping score, I'm all about Picard, I'm happy with it. I'm eh, about Discovery, and I'm just like, okay, more lower decks, yay. Bob on the other hand not excited about Disco- not excited about discovery he's not excited about picard but he's extremely excited about lower decks and he's excited about possibly having to subscribe to a nickelodeon stream i am not going to subscribe to nickelodeon <laughs> i'm
0: going to put it on paramount plus they already said that and i, I would I, I would go so far as to say that i am uh, i am offended by uh, by the joker overtones to q i think that's really dumb <laughs> like i hope they don't go there
1: <laughs> all right so uh this has been a, a just a recap of what we saw in what we, what we witnessed yesterday with First Contact Day and all the great trailers that dropped. Happy belated uh, First Contact Day, everybody! Happy belated First Contact Day. All right, thanks for listening. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter at v5vsds9. Uh, for show notes, subscribe to our Substack v5vsds9.substack.com. We're available on all major and most minor podcatchers. Please like and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. If you have a question about either show or anything else you'd like us to tackle, leave a five-star review on Apple podcast or another podcatcher, take a screenshot, email that screenshot to us with your question at B5VSDS9 at gmail.com. And we will answer your question on the show. Uh, we plan to start a Patreon with bonus content in the near future. So if you have any ideas of stuff you'd like to see for bonus episodes, Email us at b5vsds9 at gmail.com.